0: soccer props and it's game time. Alrighty, Lady Ballers, welcome back. Today we're going to be talking about eight ways to balance our hormones as athletes. And we just really want to harp on the topic of just hormones because the state of your hormone health matters so much as a student athlete. And you're going to quickly learn that everything you do, eat, say, drink, think, or even surround yourself around can affect your hormones. And why it's so important to think about this is because it actually is like a domino effect on your performance on and off the field, too. And it sounds kind of intimidating, but don't worry. The bottom line, honestly, and the good news is that we can do something about it. And what we always love saying is we can control what we can control to help balance our hormones on a daily basis. So today we're just going to tackle our favorite natural ways of balancing our hormones. And it's pretty easy. They're pretty easy tips, too.
1: When we were in school, I was like using a heating pad and taking Advil. Like (laughs) no one knew ways to feel better. Or like eating chocolate.
0: (laughs) Yep, I know. It's true. So it's
1: great that there's now so much more info on it.
0: Absolutely. I like thinking back to our career. Like I don't think I ever once thought about taking care of myself off the field. Like, I just, like you were saying, like, I would just be like, oh, I'm starving. I'll eat whatever I want. Eat that whole bag of, like, buffalo, buffalo, what is it? The pretzels? The, oh, the best. Those were so freaking good. Yes. I would just eat no. a bag of that, think that it was, like, carbo-loading for the game. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah, there's a lot of uh, fun tips in here that we can touch on, which, number one, um, looking for ways to be more hydrated Um, Can really help you with your hormones. So for example, like we love putting a pinch of sea salt in our water Because if you think about when you sweat you lose a ton of water and that's happening every day at practice fitness at your games And it's essential for us to rehydrate for something called thermoregulation Which helps prevent our cramps the heat exhaustion and even heat strokes actually a girl on my team used to get those a lot It was really scary she would just fall to the ground mid-game because she was so dehydrated. She was basically having, like, no. heat exhaustion. Super dangerous. So just adding a pinch of sea salt to your water can help you absorb the water, and then actually, like, it, your body will hold onto the water much longer, which is awesome. Do you
2: taste it? Because I've never done that. Do you taste the sea salt?
0: So, you yes, you do a little bit, but that's why, like, even if you put the tiniest bit to start and then you get used to it, Um, also, like, putting other things in the water. Like, you could put some lemon or, like, a a dash of, like, coconut water. Anything that, like, would hide the taste would be awesome. But, honestly, I've gotten so used to it that I don't even realize the difference. Crazy how
1: much salt is in Gatorade. Like, that's why they Mm -hmm. do it. So you stay hydrated longer, but to do it with water. And, like, I just add lemon to it, and I don't taste it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, isn't it? So when you look back... To when like we used to have Gatorade all the time. Did you guys actually know what electrolytes were? Like I personally didn't. No. I personally didn't. <laughs> I was like, oh, there's electrolytes in Gatorade, so I'll have that. Like I didn't even know it was in. I figured foods. it was energy. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even know it was in food, and it's actually salt. Is is uh, loaded with minerals like potassium and sodium. So it's actually electrolytes. So you can just be putting electrolytes and stuff on your own. You don't really have to necessarily get it from, like, an artificial sports drink unless you love it. So it's really up to you. Nothing made me feel worse when I was playing than,
2: like, chugging a full Gatorade. (laughs) I know. I never felt good once after, like, consuming that much of that. It always made me feel
1: sick.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's why we always say, too, like, water down your sports drinks.
1: Yeah. All right, number two, walking. I mean, we've learned so much about this recently too, how during your, like depending on where you are in your um, cycle and hormones, that you should be keeping your body at a lower stress level. Um, so walking is just such a great way to do that and it helps improve your mood, it helps relieve stress, it boosts your endorphins. And I feel like something that we wish we knew in high school and college was, it's okay to take a day and just go for a walk rather than burning yourself out every day.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And even on um, days that you have your hard training, like go for a half-hour walk at the end of the day because just think of walking as it's helping your body recover. It's anabolic. So after all those hard sessions that you guys have every single day, just go for a quick walk afterwards, or even on your off days just make that your – way of rest it's like a passive rest day or um active rest day
2: i used to mentally like have a big thing against walking because i was like what's the point yeah but now it's like such a relaxing activity to go on a walk sometimes even if you're walking to like go get a smoothie or walking to the store or something Mm -hmm. it's it's nice
0: isn't it funny that it's so ingrained in us that walking's not a workout like
1: like that's how like yeah you just think it's for old ladies Yes, (laughs)
0: like you think that all the, it's because of the way that we were brought up as athletes, like we were constantly trying to perform at the highest level all the time, and we consider that being like sprinting and jumping and all that stuff, but people tend to forget walking is absolutely essential to your hormone health and to your performance too, so definitely start scheduling that into your calendar.
2: Amen. Um, number three on our list we have, um, you guys should be working on, an, and I need to be working on this too, uh, but an anti-inflammatory diet of nutrient-dense whole foods. And I think what we fail to realize sometimes is the reason we feel so crappy or so sore or so fatigued is because our body is literally inflamed as a response to the stress that we're putting it through. And the and the food that we take into our bodies you can take in food that has less inflammatory response to your body and it's going to result in you're not feeling as awful as you usually feel um we talk all the time about symptoms if your blood sugar is all over the place like fatigue being hangry brain fog indigestion sleep issues insane cravings like we have all the time and a lot of those symptoms are just a really good kind of sign to your body that maybe you should start choosing some more nutrient-dense whole foods that won't layer your body up the way that they do when you eat buffalo wild wings after a practice hey
0: <laughs> exactly
2: no you guys good. don't dis buffalo wild wings <laughs> you guys remember the time speaking of inflamed foods when we went to buffalo wild wings and did so much damage like that the waiter was like is someone else joining you guys and we're like no
0: <laughs> it's
2: and,
1: just and us. we, we had for... no confidence in our abilities
0: and we asked for the dessert menu. It was like one in the morning after a long flight. And the guy's
1: like, <laughs> it was the after guys flight, right? <laughs> like, oh God. And that's actually a good point. I feel like a lot of times when people are traveling, especially if you're going to a tournament or away games, you think like if you're not at home, then you just chalk it up to a loss and you have to eat like shit. But there's so many things that you can eat when you're on the road. Eggs, having healthy proteins, making sure you're eating your greens, your fruits, everything. So, there's so many things you can have while you're on the road, and you don't have to feel like a bit of shit. Absolutely,
0: yes.
2: And I feel like we people miss this green, like vegetables and fruits are carbs. hmm Like you can get your carbs through things, yep. won't make you feel bad if bread has an effect, or it's not making you feel so great. I personally feel great after I've bread, but you forget that <laughs> fruits can do that as well for you, and so can veggies. So, and you just you just, with you just brought options. up a really
0: great point too, like. We always thought carbo loading was like eating two bowls of pasta the day before a game. And like a lot of us who might be doing that, you might notice how exhausted you are in the morning and you feel like you can't, you don't have any stamina or you feel like you don't, you can't perform as well as you would have if you ate something differently. And it's something to think about. Like if you do want pasta before a game, that's perfectly great, but maybe try and make it more balanced. Like make sure you're adding that protein to it add a handful of spinach, sautéed spinach to it, like some healthy fats, um, and just experiment with what make, makes you feel really good and energized the next day. Something I didn't do, I didn't experiment ever in college. I just ate whatever was in front of me. The only experimenting
2: we did was at the buffet yes. with <laughs> yes.
0: Love it. So the moral of the story here, everyone, is to just don't necessarily think about the things you have to cut out like let's focus on what you can add in and make it colorful vegetables and and like Shannon was saying quality proteins and healthy fats just add it in and that can reduce your recovery time and help you with your stamina your motivation your strength your endurance all that good stuff. Number four oh we touched on this but watering down your sugary sports drinks so We were just speaking about this, but, you know, a lot of times now um, artificial sports drinks might have some extra additives or um, coloring, sugars, maybe some things that you can necessarily avoid, you can avoid if you want to. Um, So maybe instead of drinking a whole thing of the Gatorade or whatever it may be, like just try watering it down and see how you feel. Um, And if you want to go, you know, a more whole food source route, we love coconut water and there's a brand called Watermelon Water, and it's watermelon, it's the one ingredient, and it's full of electrolytes, so those are great options, too.
1: Yeah, and even like a healthier alternative to like Gatorade, shout out Body Armor.
0: Um, <laughs> yeah But they
1: have, at least they have um, a ton of electrolytes, potassium, and they don't have any added sugar or artificial sweeteners or colors and all that shit. So if you're going to have a sports drink at least look at what's in it before you decide to just chug the whole thing but yeah watering down's a clutch move i actually preferred the super watered down powerade over like yellow than like the super sugary blue gatorade yeah that
0: i would that make water it down hurt.
1: so much and i actually really liked it yep and now you know gatorade's gonna reach out and wanna work with us <laughs> <laughs> oh so, it's okay we still like them We'll still drink All you. All right, uh, the next one. Uh, do not cut any food groups. I think there's so many fads and different diet trends that young players are seeing online on social media and think, hey, I, I want to lose 10 pounds. I want to look like every other girl at school. Don't do it. As athletes, we're going to need every food group possible, especially carbs and fats, where a lot of times we think if we drop that out, we're going to look skinnier. But we need those. That's what's going to help us keep away from fatigue it's going to help us stay at a higher level longer you're not going to lose your energy and then with fat it's going to help you also with energy and I think that's something that like in in college we were like so into like the low fat foods and all the if you look at those ingredients it's all crap so rather eat whole healthy foods then you're going to get everything you need
0: exactly and it keeps you fuller for longer like if you choose a non-fat yogurt or you know a low fat item you're gonna be you're gonna notice that you're actually starving after and you're gonna eat even more so i love that tip and also just remembering that like carbs are think of carbs as like gasoline for a car like you you need it and if you cut it out you're gonna notice how exhausted you feel um So just really thinking, like seeing how that affects you and like we were saying, experimenting for yourself. Um, And then another thing too, just going back to the healthy fats, it's what a lot of people don't realize is that if you cut out fat, like you are doing a disservice for yourself because you need healthy fats to absorb vitamins and nutrients from food. So if you're having a salad with no fat on it, what's the point? you have to have like a healthy you know like extra virgin olive oil with like balsamic it's a great little dressing you can throw on there to help um you absorb those nutrients so that's just a little fun fact like definitely don't cut out any food group as an athlete you need all three
2: which brings us to our next uh point that we have which is to eat protein at every meal which i think a lot of people when they're wondering why they're not seeing the progress that they want to be seeing or they're not seeing all their hard work and strength training come into effect. A lot of this is because you're undercutting how much protein you should really be having. Um, We always bring it back to the point that experts say that consuming a minimum of 20 to 30 grams of protein at each meal triggers a production of hormones that help keep you full. Without a protein, you'll kind of notice that you never really feel full or satiated from your meal. Protein is a huge part of kind of feeling like you just ate enough and not feeling like you need to binge on more. Um, but again, of course, everyone knows you know protein shakes are always spoken about in terms of just muscle growth and muscle repair. But you can get those things from the things in your everyday meal. Um, you guys will know even better examples of protein besides the main ones. But you want to rattle off a few? Covered in
0: nuts. Yeah, guys nuts have protein. Um I love nuts. <laughs> uh beans, beans is another one. Like obviously we're thinking about meat, poultry, fish, like all of that is pretty good, but beans, nuts, seeds egg. like yeah, eggs, egg yolks. Um sorry, oh. egg yolks are fat. The egg uh, egg whites. Um Yeah, you can get that from a bunch of things. And also, too, like the proteins that are on the market nowadays are actually so good by themselves with water. So, like, if you can't, like, go home to make a shake, throw a you know, throw some protein in your bag and put it in a shaker bottle so that you have that um, as a snack anywhere you go. When I think back to me as a player, I was always starving and I was reaching for, like, pretzels, you know, like a bunch of processed carbs that, that I just continuously ate. But now I drank a protein shake if I'm hungry, and you'll notice, like, your appetite suppressed. It's really amazing. So that's a pro tip if you feel like you're a hangry soccer girl all the time. Try to up your protein intake.
1: I think one that I, I felt like if I was on the go and I didn't have time to, like, make anything, um, like, meat-wise, was, like, Greek yogurt. Greek yogurt, berries, nuts. And it's incredible how full you feel for so long. Like I could go through a whole practice without feeling famished. But if I would go to a practice without eating anything before, it's just like, it's brutal. So on the go, like any healthy proteins on the go would be great.
2: You know what I always did was stirred protein powder into my oatmeal, which I understand a lot of people actually probably hate now that I say that out loud, but.
0: No, it's good. (laughs) I've done that multiple times. (laughs) Also too, I've I've done um, egg whites. It's a sneaky way egg whites and oatmeal oh yeah
1: mm-hmm.
0: um you like cooked egg whites yeah like you put you do it on the stove and you don't cook it for long it's you know because it's cooked so quickly but you throw it in at the end and like shut huh. the heat off and you stir it and um or quickly stir it and you don't even taste it it's really good sneaky sneaky yeah make it more balanced Number seven, don't sleep on sleep. Sleeping is absolutely essential for your recovery and your performance. Like, I mean, nowadays, you guys know me, I go to bed so early because I just like really prioritize my sleep into my schedule. And I know as athletes, sometimes that's hard, right? Like, sometimes people feel like they can't sleep. They have like homework to do, practice, they're traveling, they're on a bus all the time. Um, Or on the road it can definitely be hard and people you know players don't really take it uh, that serious But seriously guys make sure you schedule it in and try and keep a bedtime that you consistently go to bed at every single night Your body's gonna. Thank you
2: And I think one thing that's super underrated too is the more strenuous your day was the more sleep you need
0: Mm -hmm.
2: so your norm is eight hours of sleep and you have a super strenuous game, or let's say you had two tournament games, your sleep need is above what you usually get. And I mean, the whoop is, I mean, Carly and I wear the whoop strap and we love it, but if you really delve into that and look at it, the days when I've worked out harder or I've done more throughout the day, it's telling me I literally need more hours of sleep to repair myself than I would on a normal night. So you guys have to take that into account too. Every night is not the same. The day before it definitely affects
1: how much sleep you need. Love that, and then definitely. And if you know that you're not going to be able to get up to your normal bedtime for whatever reason, if it's something with school, get a nap and in the in, during the day, in between classes, rather than going crazy and studying and burning yourself out, take a 20-30 minute like power nap, and it's going to make a difference.
0: I remember after practice, like we would have 6 a.m. fitness at Fairfield, and then I would take a four-hour nap. <laughs> I would sleep a whole nother
2: night's sleep. Up sometimes.
0: <laughs> Seriously, I would wake up. and be, It's crazy, and but that's, what like, that's your body saying you needed it. Yep, yeah. Four I'd hours. I'd be like, what day is it when <laughs> I finally woke up for It that. was like when you wake <laughs> up feeling like, you, you wake up feeling hungover. That's how deep yes. of a sleep it is. Yes. Um, and then, too, don't you, like, I never put two and two together growing up, but have you guys ever noticed when you have a bad night of sleep, that the next day you're craving carbs like crazy there's like yeah (laughs) Yeah, there's no coincidence like your body knows that carbs are a form of energy so it's just trying to give you a sign saying please give me energy so instead of maybe it may be easy for you to think like processed carbs like chips like things on the go bagels but really try to pick um, a more complex carb so something with fiber maybe some sweet potato Um, like Shannon mentioned before, nuts and seeds, like vegetables, those things will help you feel so much better and energized um, in a more sustainable way. So no blood sugar crashes, which is great. All
2: right. Was it mine? I'm so sorry. All right. Then the last, I think it's you. Yeah. All right. And our last point of how to keep your hormones balanced is to take your off days. And it's funny, we talk about this a lot and we even posted the other day, uh, like, when was your last off day? And it was so interesting reading the comments of people because they're like, I'm supposed to be taking off a full week because my Achilles is hurting me, but I only lasted two days or I haven't had an off day in, in 10 days and that is just so, so rough on your body. You were constantly breaking our bodies down every single time that we work out, every single time that we play soccer, every single time that we do a lift. And you need a prolonged period of not breaking it down in order to fully recover. Otherwise, your body's constantly trying to play catch up with the damage that you're doing to it. Granted, it's, it's damage to grow stronger, of course, but the off day is so, so crucial. And when people go longer and longer bouts without taking an off day, you will see things like hormones getting all out of balance, mm-hmm. injuries coming, of course, you know, soreness that you can't seem to recover from, even if you're not having hard practices.
0: Mm-hmm. So it
2: was really interesting to see on Instagram, how many people were like, I know I should be doing this, but I can't, I mentally just can't let myself take an off day.
0: Yep. And had a time with
2: that too. when we played.
0: Yeah. And something interesting too, that happens, I'm pretty sure it's called called gluconeogenesis but when your body's so stressed out, it actually thinks you're in danger and working out is a stress on the body. So when that happens, your body's muscles can turn into fat because it thinks that you're trying to survive and it knows that fat can hold on longer. So it's like so interesting what happens if we're just really not taking that rest day or even just resting more often. Um, And what I always like saying is like the changes that you're trying to make aren't happening during your workout, it's happening when you're resting. So you yeah. really need to prioritize the rest
2: people don't realize that like you always feel like oh i'm getting stronger as i'm pushing all this weight over my head you are not
0: you're, very you're weaker
2: you're making your body <laughs> adapt to the need to be able to do it and then it's when you are literally doing nothing that's when your actual body's actually able yep. to make itself stronger and, i feel like that just needs to be like on a billboard somewhere yeah
0: and that's why it's so important to take <laughs> yeah. care you of your know, body what's... on the rest day sorry shannon go ahead
1: yep no, I was just gonna say, you know, it's interesting, every single professional we've spoken to has said they take a rest day. Mm-hmm. Like there's not one of them who says they play every day. Even like Carly's Carly Lord's rest day was getting a massage. Like she still includes that as part of her routine. It's getting that recovery in. And, and it's something that we think it sounds so easy that it 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 doesn't make sense, but it's that hard because we all struggle to do it. But I mean, just try it out. Like I feel like everyone listening, if they do that once a week or, or have a, you know, go for a walk that day, you're going to notice after a few months how much better you feel.
0: Yeah, you'll feel stronger, you definitely- faster, you'll sleep better. Like, it's, it's all connected. It's really amazing what we've learned, like, what we've been taught growing up versus now. It's like, okay, we have all this science, all this new science that says, like, you, you need to rest to recover and come back stronger.
2: Do you guys feel like you got better at taking rest days once we were done being collegiate athletes?
0: Me for sure,
2: for I mean, sure. <laughs> like I remember, like Shannon especially. I would always on our off day go into Spellman's to do extra work on treadmill or elliptical, and you were there every single time I went there. Like we just didn't know how oh, to yeah. Get
0: rest.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's crazy.
0: Like nowadays, I I strength train like two to three times a week and I walk a lot more and I just feel I feel stronger than I did in college but it's like we didn't know this stuff you know and sometimes you don't have a choice because you're you have a schedule or you play on three soccer teams growing up or you're a multi-sport athlete which a lot of our following is but like we were saying really like there are some things that are out of your control like your schedule but These are things that are in your control that we touched on today. So those eight things, drinking water with a pinch of sea salt, walking more, eating an anti-inflammatory diet of whole foods, so basically just making your plate super colorful, don't cut any food groups out, eat protein at every meal, don't sleep on sleep, and take your off days. So there you guys have it our favorite ways to balance our hormones that are in our control and we hope we hope that you can take away at least one or two of these things and implement them today. I got
2: to drink more water. <laughs> look, this is I'm That's chronically small. I'm chronically this person like I uh, have 18 liquids all within look at you. and I drink none
0: of them. You they have to sit. drink oh. it. Tell this you, is as full as when I try this morning. Have you tried using a straw? That's usually an easy way to drink more. I literally like I
2: carry this around like it's an infant. It's it's like twenty pounds and I carry it the whole day and it's full the whole day. And then at night I'll try to chug as much of it as I can. That'd be good for you. (laughs)
0: Great. (laughs) All right, lady ballers, until next time. Adios. Bye. Bye.